how we're going to open the show today. The sound of Tiana drinking water from a bottle. It's going to be that kind of show today. Thirsty. What? <laughs> Thirsty. All right. So I feel like we just got to jump right into this because this has been one of the uh, more uh, big moment shows of yeah. episodes of the season. So uh, finally, I mean, the big thing is uh, Serena sold Fred down the river. Or at least that's what it appears to be. Uh, she was doing a very terrible job of pretending like she was uh, still, yeah, holding on to her. He even even in the last moments where he seemed like he was getting a tiny bit suspicious, he was not remotely suspicious of her. Right, which really says something. <laughs> yes, it does. Wow, Fred. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, that tells you everything you need to know, um, more or less. Yeah, mm-hmm. I felt like they were kind of telegraphing it. Throughout the whole thing, I was like, okay, yeah. it feels like that because everything she did yeah. felt like it was the last time she was doing it, and it was kind of the way she was. Oh yeah, especially right. when she when she was like saying goodbye to Rita, I was like, oh, yeah. that's too warm. Yes, that's too warm for you. <laughs> you don't generally care that much about her. That's true. Um, but but yeah. Rita was convinced. Apparently, Rita was convinced. She only packed one day. It, that's very true. But what's also interesting with Rita is now that. I noticed last week when they were in their little powwow with the three of them, um, and Rita was in the background, we talked about it last week, where they were talking about kind of taking where down Lawrence. CSI Gilead was talking to... Yes. Okay, yeah, and yeah, And they yeah. were all three having the conversation, and then Rita kind of hears them, and then she sneaks off. Sorry, uh, Commander, what's his name Winslow. from DC, is who Winslow. I mean when I say CSI Gilead. That's how I think of him, he's because I order. only know of he's him. He's Law and Order. Oh, oh man, it's the other it. one. Yeah, he's Law and Order. Oh, Gilead. man, in my head, it's been CSI. No, he's not That's CSI. That's the only other thing I know he's been on, even though I know I've seen him in other no, he's, stuff. Uh, he's Law and Order Gilead. Law and Order. Um, <laughs> That's even better. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, last week we talked about this, where they were all three up in whatever apartment or place he was staying yeah and rita was kind of hanging out in the corner in the back because like what else are you gonna she's do martha and they were talking about uh kind of cleaning out the people who weren't being wholly subservient to all the things that gilead wanted to do and how they wouldn't have time for that once yeah. they were a sovereign nation and then you see <laughs> you see rita in the background and go oh that's interesting i'll be right back and so she sneaks off. <laughs> and so I thought it was interesting, like her, just the Suddenly way she was. need to go wash some dishes. Just the way she was kind of questioning Serena, like mm-hmm. that she was pulling for information to mm-hmm. give to whoever, you know. Well, later we find out it's kind of the, uh, as I call it, with no um, disparaging things here, but I call it the Martha Mafia now, because that was totally how they handled their shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's that was really uh, evocative of yes. the Mafia, yes. Like, just just a few of them show up to tell you you will not be doing the thing that you are planning on doing. <sighs> you just come in here thinking you run the joint. We got stuff going. Finally, we agree to let you do it, but we are offering you no protection. Yes. So, uh, no guarantees. First thing I asked Tiana was what she think, and she said, uh, I asked, you know, is there any surprises? And she said she saw the one coming, which we think we both kind Super of saw it coming. telegraphed Serena kind of selling Fred down the river to get to Nicole. Um, I wondered about that uh, when she had the the talk with him where she was like, now this is how this is going to go. Right. I had this phone. I have this phone. I was like, this is and even very though, well thought out. Okay. And, you know, even though they didn't confirm it at the end of the episode because they took them both into custody. Right. They put them in separate vehicles. Which, and they were much kinder to Serena. And Serena didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And she was very much like looking over at Fred even, you know, she was probably yeah. upset because it's her husband. And I'm yeah, sure she I mean, she Fred. looked like, you know, sad about it, but also like... Like, okay, this is what All right, this do, is going so. according to plan. <laughs> right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Wouldn't uh, it be funny if we're completely wrong and actually she did not plan it? 
that would be amazing. But that's not the vibe I got. If I don't it, think so either. <laughs> she was because it was like the whole thing. But that was would like, be one hell of a twist. Like saying goodbye to Rita like it was the last yeah. time. And like even when she got in, she was getting ready to drive in the car. She kind of looks back at Gilead like, mm-hmm. farewell, mm-hmm. Gilead. I'm out of here. And then at the whole conversation in the woods miles with Fred. An hour. Yeah. Yeah. Fred is not having not sex with Fred. Super. I know. Time, right. I know. was like, oh, goodbye. Sex. Yeah, it was that's all... almost sweet. But it's Fred. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, but she said you said well, the one part you did not see coming, which was the other. Oh yes, big, the I, other did, big part. I did not see uh, the stabbing happening. Doom, that doom. was stab, really stab, 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 stab. <laughs> that was really not how I was expecting that scene to go. I didn't have explicit expectations for how that scene was going to go, no. other than bad. Yeah. Um. But yet, that was definitely. Yeah, that was not not what I was I thinking was, was coming. So that was a that was a shocker. Like, I think that's one of those where people will watch it and be like, ah. I, yeah, I gassed out loud, freaked out my dog. <laughs> she was like, what? Is somebody here? What? what? And you strike, me at, you strike me as not the type of person that is like easily surprised slash shocked to the point Correct. of gasping. Correct. Much to my little brother's chagrin, it is really, really tough to surprise me. No. Um, even when I didn't see it coming, I am generally not what you would call surprised. Yeah. Um, uh, that doesn't surprise yeah. me. That doesn't surprise, doesn't surprise me about you. you at all. You okay. strike me as one of those people that like prepares yourself to be shocked, or like, or maybe I'm just dead inside, so I don't, you know, that's, I that's don't know. Not true. That's not true. <laughs> it could be not true one or at the all. Other. For those Who of you keeping score at home, Tiana's not dead inside. Um. So the other, so our big, our big plot points this week were uh, June not going to get a truck. Uh, yeah, I mean, just beyond that, I think that plot point was really like, oh. Commander Lawrence is like screwed. Way less, uh, way less connected than he was a week ago. Yeah, his uh, his hubris. Yeah, has dropped dropped uh, dramatically. Like that's, that's really big news in this scenario. Yeah, you know? I mean, you've seen this character go from he the cockiest, the cockiest anymore. guy in the room. You know, Mister One Liner, quip. You know, last last man standing. God has to say the last thing before you leave the room. To totally like this fragile dude who's basically Freaking turned over out. turned over his entire life to the handmaid yeah i mean he gave her the gun they'll be coming good lord us, right uh so the martha mafia shows up because june's interfering with their plans and they're like hey 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 we got stuff going step off uh and then lawrence's wife that whole thing was crazy yeah and then them taking off that was yeah. even more crazy and then the oh whole... man i didn't think they were coming back well, I, I, I thought surely he was going to hide. I don't know. Where are they going to hide? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where. I, I don't know. They killed off a lot of people. There's surely places to hide where they're like just it's not yeah. sparsely populated or something. But I think you can only hide for so long, especially when it's you're, not like there's the Internet for them to tell everybody, hey, here's this picture of this dude there's we're looking still, for. There's still a phone. Oh, that's true. I guess. Yeah. Uh, the infrastructure has Fred to still had a be laptop at one point. Yeah. And uh, presumably he does. Yes. still. Uh, we get That's our true. our second um, iteration of Radio Free America. Yeah, with uh, Oprah. Yep, still Oprah. Very short lived. Yeah, Fred clicks it off. Doesn't want to hear it. Uh, he was know. enjoying it. He was. Maybe he felt guilty. His his snazzy suit. Oh man, and the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the car. whole thing going. They were all very excited to mm-hmm. pretend to the be normal. The electric car. Was yeah. oh it was electric. Oh, car? it was so quiet. It had to be no, electric. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, yeah. you would have heard a lot of engine sound when when um. That's true. When they switched. That's true. Uh, and I did not notice that. So cool on that. Now, a couple things before we dive deep into this episode. Last week, there were several things that we asked our uh, 
Oh, yes. Our listeners slash Facebook people to help us with. So the opening music, which Sarah could not identify, mm-hmm. uh, was... Not Be- Beethoven, right? Beethoven's Ninth it Symphony. It is Beethoven. Second movement of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, says Mr. Norman Lieber. He informed us of that. I told him that I could not prove him Thanks, correct, Norman but then Lieber. a few other people also chimed in saying that was also the case. Much appreciated. Um, regarding the um, issue with our... There are other religions that are like against medical, like medicine. Yeah, and that type of are thing. there? Uh, someone's wrote in and said Jehovah Witnesses also have some restrictions oh, on medical care, that. specifically that they may not receive. And this is just, I'm just going off what she's saying. I have not confirmed any of this, so I apologize if this is wrong. If we have any Jehovah Witnesses out there listening to us, which would be strange and unusual, but highly interesting. Totally. Uh, it says they have some restrictions on medical medical care, specifically that they may not receive blood or blood products. Uh, Christian scientists do not do doctors, but don't. she didn't know the parameters. So, uh, And she said just maybe Gilead doesn't have access to pharmaceuticals in general, which is something we mentioned. Like, They're cut I off mean, from the world, and they've taken down uh, like every other... They were getting it somehow before. Right. Well, they were taking... I mean, Like when, from Gilead, like not like the black market. It was... Right. Well, Gilead. I don't know. It's been five years. you got to think maybe there's a stockpile of whatever medication to last five years if you've taken down, you know, some industry. And yeah. there's only so many people that you're allowing to have it. You know, if you have a lockdown on it, yeah. you could make something yeah. stretch out for a while if you needed to. But I don't know. Yeah, that shit becomes real, like, less effective over time, though. Uh, one other thing is we were trying to figure out what uh, Commander J- Low- Joey was trying to do at the on the uh, mantle when he couldn't find the thing. And we didn't know what the thing was that he was looking for. And Beth comes up there and he says, don't move my stuff. So we have mm. forgotten, because it's been so long, that the Bibles are locked and yes. the commanders have a key. And that's what he was looking for was the key to unlock the Bible. And she had moved it because he doesn't yeah, ever that use makes it. Sense. <laughs> so, because he doesn't keep it on him. Correct. And so he, he had to he had to make it look like it was her fault. So uh yeah, I think that was all. I believe that is the only one. Oh, somebody else here. The quick Google search calls up links by conservative Christians who oppose the practice of psychiatry, not all Christians, mind you. Yeah, no, because I've been Christian religion before and they were not necessarily opposed. All right, so let's dive in. Episode 11, uh, we open with June in the kitchen, and we learn that we have how many muffins? A lot. 52 muffins for a 10. There, there were sure more than 52 in the shot from last week. There were. It's not important. It really bothered me. Just saying. My OCD let that one go. Wow, I'm impressed. Uh, right? That's that's really good for you, uh-huh, Justin. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, no, I was impressed too. Uh, we, we had to, Some things we just have to let be. But it was... Uh, More muffins whatever. makes for a prettier shot. I'd rather have the pretty shot than accurate muffin count. That's just okay. me. Yeah. So, uh, for those keeping score at home, we have 52 muffins and 10 muffin places. So, 10 cedar, and June's trying to figure out how the hell are we going to get 52 kids into a 10-person vehicle. But wait, we don't have much time to think about that because Eleanor has gone a little rogue again. <laughs> Yeah, Eleanor is um, taking matters into her own hands. And what does she do to show, walk the three people through what we're seeing here? Uh, so uh, June walks in. I guess she. I think she hears them shouting from yeah, the other room. She's like screaming, and it's loud. Uh, clearly, something is happening, and they're in the study or what used to be the study. I don't know. Um, and Eleanor is holding uh, Joey at gunpoint. Yep, straight uh, up, right to his, to his head. head. Yep, like, right to his head. Yeah, not not, messing, not around. messing around. She's for reals. Um, and she is kind of like freaking out, ranting, like you made this happen. You caused her to be raped. Yep. Um, like you 
built the system that caused all of this. Yeah, which is another interesting and thing. And all I, accurate. Right. So I've had a couple interesting Facebook conversations, posts slash replies, because it's been kind of unclear, at least to me, like what involvement he actually had beyond the economic. Yeah, I'm, that, I am super unclear on that. Yeah. And so this kind of led me to believe and everything his wife has always said is like, it's his fault. Like he was at least a main cog in the wheel of the whole mm-hmm. creation of mm-hmm. this whole thing. He at least, well, I mean, it's clear he at least didn't stand up and say this is not a good right. idea. And I did so, say, I did say, someone like even if he was just the economic guy, yeah, it's not like the, to do the economic part, you have to know literally everything else that is going to be going on because yep. to have any, you got to look at what the economics of all those situations are and what makes mm-hmm. it most viable mm-hmm. and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. So he knew, yeah, whether he was like the guy that said, "Hey, let's rape him" or not. Right. Regardless. Well, matter. for everybody who didn't say up, stand up and say, hey, raping them is a bad idea. Right. Your fault. Yes. Totally your fault. Yes. You didn't say, don't do it. Yeah. So therefore you said, do it. So uh, she's ranting on, you know, all of the things that she finds him at fault for, com- clearly just totally losing it. This was apparently the time that one straw was too many. And he is not denying any of these things. He is trying to calm her down. But like, also clearly fearing for his life he is freaking out and sweating and like looking trying like not to stare down the barrel of the gun right he tries to when he realizes june is coming in he tries to shoot june away and get her out of the room i presume because he thinks his wife might shoot both of them um and of course june doesn't because when does she ever listen to anybody (laughs) right um so so eventually it turns out so that um Eleanor is at one end of the room, the back end of the room, aiming the gun at uh, Commander Lawrence, who is like down on his knees at this point, uh, gun pointed to his head. And June slowly makes her way in from behind Commander Lawrence from the door to the room, talking to Eleanor, talking her down. Um, you know, she is also not denying that Commander Lawrence does seem to be responsible for all of these hideous things. Yeah, I believe my favorite, favorite and, line of this whole thing is, and then I would said, also like yes, to kill him. I would also like to kill him, but I need him. Yep. I need him alive. I have a plan. And doesn't, like, give her great detail about what the plan is or anything, but does basically convince her that, yes, the plan will help make things better. I have a plan. But for this plan to work, I need him alive. Um... And talks her down pretty incredibly. Uh, and I think Commander Lawrence at the end of that kind of looks like amazed that he's still alive, one. Right. And two, like, holy shit, how did she do that? Kind of, yeah. like, just so shocked that somebody was able to talk her down from, yep. from that brink. And that it was June. And, like, now they're hugging. And everything is maybe going to be okay? Well, it's never always going to Although be. I'm sure he... Starts hiding the gun in a different place. <laughs> well, he gives it to you. <laughs> well, that's later. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that being the same gun. That didn't even cross my yeah. mind for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, so that, yeah, that did not expect us to open up that way. <laughs> no, me I mean, either. There's so many things. Inside. You're like, oh, oh, okay. Well, I guess the time for messing around is pretty much over. Because everything is like kind of coming to a head, right? Everybody yeah. is. Yeah, Especially, everything, it feels very high pressure. Yeah, right everybody's now. feeling the heat, right? For the, the Lawrences, specifically because of what happened last week, and uh, specifically for Mrs. Lawrence, who, yeah, on a good day in Gilead, where she didn't have to deal with anything, was struggling. And now she's had to go through this horrible thing that she was told she would never have to go through, that her husband created, and now she's just, like, completely lost it. So uh, she goes somewhere. We don't know where she goes. All we know is she's not in the room anymore. Um, and there don't appear to be any, like, tranquilizer, so I'm going to guess you just went and laid down. 
Probably. I mean, what she mentioned being stuck with basically herbal tea. So, yeah. Yes. yeah. So not too happy. Uh, so this next scene is June and Lawrence post uh, near shooting. And June is telling Lawrence that uh, she's trying to get all these things together. And it's interesting because Lawrence goes into all these things about he's making kind of these for a guy who just had a gun to his head, making these kind of like offhand like backhanded, not even backhanded, really insults, but kind of low key, right? And he's talking about, oh, uh, mental health. We kind of overlooked that, yeah. that, that whole yeah. thing. And then matern- maternal he's, love. He's kind of having some like mental backlash from what yeah. just happened. He's like, oh, maternal love. We totally overlooked that one. <laughs> yeah. Just, he's just like having all these moments of all the things that they didn't think about when they were putting. Yeah. Jury and he's together. saying them in like a sarcastic tone yeah. of voice, but also like they did yeah. they did really um, totally not not account it. for or wildly underestimate these things yeah. which is what happens when you a are coming up with this kind of thing because the only people you can have in the room when you're coming up with this kind of shit are people that are men. mostly agree well obviously are men hopefully i mean aside from serena knowing well know, they shut serena out when things true. got serious when the, when the heavy planning we assume was going on but you know it's guys that are mostly on board with the whole plan already so yep. it's not like you have any guys going wait 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 that's a little too far. And then that guy gets shot. That's Clearly. what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not, it's, you're in a room full of yes men. You got so a bunch of Joey's and Nick's. Right. So you're not thinking exactly about the w- mental health of the women or the maternal, you know, instincts of the mothers, which to me would just seem, I don't know, that's just a little odd. Like which is why you need. fundamental human. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not too much of that going on. Uh, not too much forethought. I mean, they had forethought, how do we keep everybody oppressed? But oh, yes, lots. But, and and well-planned. And, you know, they had forethought about, like, but what about when we want to have sex with other women that don't want to have sex with us? <laughs> and, like, made a plan for that. Yeah. But they didn't think, what happens if they all get pissed off at the same time? Yeah. Or even, like, any time you're in a very compromising position. For sure. Uh, so Lawrence, just, again, just reiterates the fact that he wants to get his wife out. Um, and June says she wants more trucks. June is like very, 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 very on the negative, negative side of giving a fuck about anything. Yeah. Uh, she's just pretty much asking for what she wants at this point and kind of, you know, not taking orders from anyone. Uh, June said, wouldn't it be funny if you actually turned out to be a hero in this story? And he does not reply to that. Last week he was like, oh, I'll be a hero. Like he didn't deserve it. He, does, he deserves it less this week, but he does not decide to reply to that. Yeah. All right. So. This is the uh, next scene is the beginning of the Fred and Serena expedition to what we presume is war crimes trial. Um, so, yeah. So presumably they're they're beginning this getting ready to go on this journey to get the baby. Right. right. Yep. Well, I, w- I was a little unclear. Like, is this like just to go talk about getting the baby? Yeah. So or to I guess actually physically go get the baby. Said I was because, unclear. Yeah. Because like you said earlier, when she's talking to Rita walking out. She kind of frames it as we're taking negotiations into our more personal. We're having a more personal involvement yeah. in the negotiations, which yeah, leads and me. It, to, it, it's clear she said she was only going to be gone for the night because that's what Rita packed for her. Right. Same toiletries, but yeah. only one night. So if we're thinking like that in this faux scenario that isn't real, uh, we're supposed to assume that they were going to go to that one house that they stayed at and then meet up with mm-hmm. Captain Freedom Pants, do their mm-hmm. thing, and then drive back. Right. Yes. I forgot you call him Captain Freeman. Well, that's not my name, but it's a great name, so I had to use it. Uh, uh, thank Delia for that one. Um, 
So, yeah, you want to break this down? You want to break this scene down? No, no? go ahead. Let me? Yeah, okay. Because uh, I love everything about this. So, there's a few things. So, again, Rita walking out is asking lots of questions, which we've already decided that she's filtering to other people, mm-hmm. whether that's her Martha Ma- Mafia friends right. or I feel like she's I got... I feel like that's her second job as a Martha, I, like, I think that's to get true. all the info. So, I, I wa- I'm still wondering if there's a Nick connection there with her, that maybe oh, her and really? Nick have a thing. Yeah, because I'm still kind of convinced that Nick is <sighs> working for somebody else. <laughs> Just, and I know, I know. Yeah, I, I know. so do not care if and I, Nick is doing anything right now. And I don't know if that's because I just feel like I really Sorry, hope this character is doing... Nick. I really hope his character is doing something important because we haven't heard anything since he was walking down the train like Snowpiercer with all of his, with all of <laughs> yeah. his people. And everybody was like, what's that? And they're like, that's not important. We'll be back later. It would be much better if Rita was the one making things happen. That would be true. Also, so, she's awesome. She is awesome. And it's sad that we haven't seen much of her, but uh, I digress. So Serena says they're taking a, quote, more personal approach in negotiations to get Nicole back. So essentially what this tells me is they have kind of done this under the table, that nobody mm-hmm. else in Gilead knows this is happening, mm-hmm. and they're going to go do this on their own with the intent of getting Nicole back and not worrying about the political stuff, uh, which... I wonder what they think would happen, like, when they, like, got Nicole back, and then Gilead had lost that card. Yeah, I don't know. Like, which is why I would don't... they be punished? That kind of seems like something they might be punished for. Which is why it seems like a kind of a a paper like a paper tiger plan, more or less, uh-huh. from Serena, just to give Fred that idea yeah. to get him to buy into going. Yeah, like if he really would have thought through it, which is not his strong suit. No, <laughs> he would have said, not. "Well, hey, this plan has X, Y, and Z flaws." The only time, the only time that Fred had any inkling that something might be yeah. wrong is when he had like, driven like this is not just up the road 20 minutes up the road yeah and is in okay Fred he's Fred. in like almost a, a different part of a different type of forest <laughs> yes. by the time he questions things so he's clearly you, been driving a while that's clearly Fred has not seen a movie in a long time because yeah. if you've seen the action movie you know when you get to the heavily wooded area that there is a really good chance that there are people that are going to come out of those woods and get you yeah. Especially if you happen to be a war criminal in their eyes. Yeah. So it might, it may be. I think a- Fred thinks, I think Fred doesn't grasp the gravity of what the rest of the world thinks of him. You know, I mean, I don't think he really thinks about that. I think he is so concerned with his image in Gilead and the power that he may have there that he gives zero thoughts, zero brain cells to what what do these people whom I'm trying to negotiate with think of me Right. and think of my ability to get things done or my value as somebody high up in Gilead or somebody that's just, you know, yeah. rub shoulders with important people in Gilead right. for a long time. So I might have information. I don't think he thinks about any of that stuff. Yeah, and I feel like to him, he's an idiot. because he's a moron, like Serena has pretty much sold this from the beginning since she got back, which... I guess my assumption after this, should this play out the way we think, which I can't imagine it's playing out any other way, we were to assume that she's been playing this this way since she returned from Canada. Like, I did not get... Oh, wait. Since, which returned from Canada? Are you were After she saw Nicole yes, at okay. the airport. So when she got the phone from the guy. Because, I don't know. At first, she seemed really trusting that he was going to get it done. Yeah, but I don't think she really thought that. I don't know. I, to me, it seems like she got off the plane... Because she made that whole like it's one of this is one of those episodes that like colors every yeah, episode. Yeah, like I want to go back and rewatch. So when you watch that episode about, I think it's the same episode where they shuffle her into the TV studio and she was talking to her. I think the next episode after and was like, 
you got to understand that everything changed for me after I saw her. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really give specifics as to what that means. But to me, that just means that I think she's been trying to groom Fred to get to the point where she could go, hey, let's go do this on our own. But why, if she has been planning that this entire time, why wouldn't she have just stayed? It's a great question. I don't, I don't think she's been planning it the whole time. I think she think saw she how decided? inept Fred was right. and how much even people above Fred were interested in keeping her in Canada right. so that they would have this bargaining chip and this thing to make themselves seem sympathetic in the public eye. And she was like, fuck that. It's interesting. We'll see. I don't know. Because to me, it's like she came back and nothing had changed necessarily. Like, there was still nothing about Gilead that was going to be different for Nicole. No. Which was the whole reason she let him go in the first place. And that didn't seem like a thing that would change in her eyes. Like, even though she really wants her to be there, like, she clearly has these mixed feelings for them. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that was terrible thinking on her end. Yeah, so I don't know. (laughs) Like, that she would be able to protect her from all of Gilead. Right. I mean, come on. But that's why I think that since she got back, and maybe it was just one of those, like, of course, Unless, she did just get that rude awakening at the hospital where she saw young girls who were there to get checked because right. they were menstruating now. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, by the state, that's right. that's highly creepy and irregular compared to real life today. So, I mean, maybe some of that just kind of jarred her back to reality. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if there's. It'd be interesting to see if there's any kind of reveal of like. Yeah, What's, her thinking. What she's been doing yeah. behind the scenes. That doesn't seem very much like this show, though. I no, don't think we're going to get no, that. No, it does not. No, it does not. Uh, so Serena tells Rita we're taking a more personal approach. Uh, Fred pulls up in uh, uh, apparently Fred electric, is, fancy yeah, sports car. And he's all... himself today. He is totally feeling himself yeah. in his fancy suit. He's got the fancy suit. He's clearly feeling all cool. Got in the sunglasses. Car, black car, sunglasses. Serena's still dressed like... Serena. Yeah, she's still is, dressed like a wife. Yeah, um, which is interesting because I guess the commanders can wear whatever they want. When, you know. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, Be- yeah, because, because were, Lawrence wears different things at home. Yeah, they were still in Gilead and they still were going to that family's house, so they knew they were still going to be there. It just felt a little. That's true. Felt a little snazzy for Fred. You know. Yeah. Well, it wasn't his like uniform or a regular right. suit. Yeah. It was so not his average suit. they take off in the car. And we're all kind of like, hmm, this is interesting. So they, we've learned that they're kind of staying for one night. Wherever they're going, they're going to rendezvous with the captain. Um, so Fred says, it's nice to drive again. And then they take off. Creeper. Um, and it does let Serena drive later. Later, which, which yeah. pretty cool. At this point, though, it just but, looks like he's rubbing it in her yes, face. Yes, totally rubbing <laughs> it in her face. So, uh, yeah, so some at that point, I really didn't know what to think. I still thought it was time to sell Fred down the river, that I thought that's where we're going, and that's pretty much where it's going. Yeah, pretty much as soon as I saw her with Rita, I was like, oh, this is the time. <laughs> this it is, is go it, because you do not care about Rita that much most no, of the yeah, time. No, yeah, because she makes this comment to Rita, thank you for loving Nicole so much, and she's very, like, overly complimentary about yeah. her. And well, just, and she, like, wishes her... Yeah, she says Blessings or yeah, some there's some weird God like thing that. that she says at the end. Some which weird God yeah, Well, it's thing. like, God bless you and your, you know, whatever. They, you know, all the shit they say. Um, and I, I even <laughs> all quoted. All the Gileadisms. I said weird. I think she's go out getting out and selling Fred down the river. Um, so, yeah, it's it, that's where that's headed. Uh, next scene is June and the Marthas. We have a meeting of June and the Martha Mafia, as I'm calling them. Uh, and they are not not happy. June's been kind of going rogue and talking to the other Marthas and hasn't been informing them of their plans. Although I don't know that June 
really knew there was... Oh, no. She seems very surprised by this situation. She, but she was like, but they said yes. Right. <laughs> and they're like, but they answer to us. It's interesting, though. Like you, It seems like one of those things, like Beth, who's plugged into all of it, right. would have gone like, hey, Tio, time out. Let's... Um, Maybe we need to talk with... Let's talk to the boss ladies. With the boss ladies first. And no, she never said any of that. Yeah. And she was just like, hey. I don't know. I mean, maybe she's never had a problem with them, so she didn't realize that that might happen. Yeah. I mean, I guess no one's also planned anything to quite the extent of, hey, let's get 10 kids out on a truck. Yeah. Which is kind of some or next level. 52. And I think the main thing that we learn here is that they have some big thing planned, which will be interesting to see how this plays yeah, out. Yeah, what's in the shipment? Yeah. There's a big shipment coming in on a plane. The bombs. That would be great. That yeah, would bombs. be great. So... At the beginning of the season, you remember she got the bomb maker out because even Beth says, I vouch for her. She got the bomb maker out. She saved this house a bunch of times, blah, 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 um, which is all true. Mm-hmm. Although she doesn't mention any of the other, you know, stuff that she has a body count of like 7,000 or whatever it is. I don't even know if I've lost track now. I know that's hot. Yeah. It's mostly indirect body count, though, which is interesting. <laughs> it's true. It's all that very comes true. comes into play later in the episode. Um, so the, Mar- the Marthas who are in charge are like, look. Uh, whoever talked to you, they went behind us. Right. You know, we got this going. So you're not doing this. And June's like, what the hell's your problem? She stands her ground pretty good. I will say like, but kids. Yeah. Yeah. But kids and why, why not kids? And so they have this whole back and forth. And then finally the Marthas are like, fine, you could do your thing. Don't interfere with our thing. The Marthas that are working with you are doing it on their own. Their blood is yeah. on your hands, which yes. is always a bad I thing know, to say. It's right? a bad line. So ominous. So, uh, and you will not be, you will not get any help or protection. Yes. Right. No help or protection. Which but makes me wonder, like, what kind of help and protection could they have given? Could I, this be going much more smoothly? Well, I would guess, like, you know, for instance, like, um, when the bomb maker lady, the other one got shot and they showed up at Lawrence's house, I guess if that happens... Uh, in, with June and somebody else, uh, one of the other Marthas mm, shows yeah, up at like, somebody's yeah. house and they're like, eh, good luck yeah. down the road. Uh, so yeah, offers no protection, but says they won't stand in her way. So they're, you know, at least at this iteration of the plan mm-hmm. that they know about currently of trucks, they're okay. They're all fine, which is going to get interesting because the truck's about to disappear. Uh, like some kind of bad David Copperfield magic. Uh, so let's get Beth vouches for the Marthas give her the okay. Not not so much approval, but a, we're not going to yeah, stand in your after way. after Beth vouches yes, for her. Yes, yeah, that seems to yes. carry weight. Yes. But again, Beth, why couldn't you warn us? There was a highly organized she didn't know it would Martha like Mafia. I, I, kinda, I don't know. I kind of feel like Beth knew. But I don't know. That, well, it's not like they can all get together and talk. You know, they don't go <laughs> over true. ground rules together at a monthly meeting. <laughs> they might. This is not book know. club. <laughs> the Martha like, Mafia they have club. to send messages with scones and muffins. That's true. You don't get very much detail with scones and muffins. That's true. And to be honest, like they were probably risking a lot, even like getting together and yeah, going there and showing up at the house, right? Only in a house with that kind of catacomb level basement can you get away with that. Exactly. Uh, so next scene is the next part of Fred and Serena driving. Um, and we learn that they are kind of on their way north-ish. I guess we're to assume that Fred thinks that they're meeting somewhere between Canada and upper wherever, upper Massachusetts. Yeah. I don't know how I the whole state situation works there. I don't know if there's any like, demilitarized zone or something right. they were heading for, but I assume they were heading for somewhere near the border. Just Yeah, the fact that Fred is fuzzy on the details yeah. of this underground... Although they were driving in that uh, convertible an awful long time to be that far north. They were. Um, yeah, because Serena's still wearing like her like almost winter garb mm-hmm. when she leaves. 
Uh, so Fred and Serena talk about the Americans thinking, you know, Serena's really selling this, right? Yeah. She's selling well, I this mean, whole thing. Yeah, as much as she's going to sell anything. Right. Yeah, which is like, just enough for Fred. Well, Fred doesn't take much. So she's talking about how the Americans think we're weak like them. They've underestimated our devotion to the cause. Yeah. And, and clearly, point, like, she's talking about him. Yes. He is the Americans yes. in, the, in this discussion, and he just doesn't know it yet. Yes. Uh, I my next note was Serena's going to give him Fred, um, and then they discuss returning the world to its natural state. So they're driving through this, uh, you know. Yeah, it's pretty much nothing, but it's you know essentially open fields. It's nothing, but it's like not filled with like oil derricks right, or anything be, like that. Like there's the evidence of humans has basically been removed. Right, and they kind of talk about how this whole area used to be industry and factories, and mm-hmm. they removed it all, and now it's nature back to its original nature state. You know, with some decrepit uh, filling stations here yeah. and there. Yes, that's true. Oh, that's the water here. Uh, so, Fred turns on the radio. Well, they got the radio on playing regular music. Oh, yeah. But then I guess Fred didn't realize, maybe, that they were listening to Radio Free America. I think the Radio Free America thing is later, isn't it? But it, they don't change the station. They're just listening to music yeah, in the car. Yeah, he just turns it off. And he but turns then later it it's on, and no. then it says Radio Free America. No, that's right? when they're, they're driving. It's now, because they're listening oh, okay. to it while they're driving. But there's no station break until that point. Mm. And so it's Oprah pops in the broadcasting somewhere from the Great White Radio America broadcasting and Fred clicks it off. Um, and Party so Cooper. and then he's like, hey, Serena, you want to drive? And Serena's like, oh, driving. I remember that. Uh, <laughs> and she gets this look <laughs> on her face like, I could never drive. Yeah, she demurs at first. Yeah, she does. She's all like, whatever. But then she gets in and she's like, fuck this. Let's go. And then she's like all excited driving. Like it would be she's if you really haven't driven. Given the car its paces. Right. And if you feel like you haven't driven in what we know now is five years. Yeah. So. That's, and and I mean, not even just not driving. Like they have a huge open stretch of road with no other cars. Yep. That's, yeah. That the, is the kinda, place you would want to yes. drive if you if had not your... gotten to drive in five years. Exactly. Uh, so Sashrina di- drives. She seems very pleased with herself. And she's totally selling Fred out, I said. Uh, I said, please leave Fred in Canada or something. Please, Lord. Um, they end up at some family's house, which yeah. is not what I was expecting necessarily. Me either. Uh, and I didn't... This family felt so different than the families we're used to seeing in Gilead. Yes, because clearly rural. I mean, this is yeah. out there. Yeah, they must be very cut off yeah. because they... I mean, they're, they are observant. But they're also happy <laughs> yeah, no, in a they, way that we really just don't see non-Gilead leaders being. And, and, and even Gilead leaders, like, their houses are not generally this happy. No, this was a very, like, you know... What's his I, names in D.C. house was, was very happy, but, like, they had everything they could ever want. And, right. yeah. and, and the difference is in the, you know, kind of in everything, right? So they're, it's very gray palette. Mm-hmm. Of this whole shot, because they're you know, because they're they're not a Kano people, but they're lower on I the. I guess they are Kano people. people because yeah, they're wearing the wife gray, is wearing like grayish, and stuff. very similar to like if you saw uh, Eden's family last mm-hmm. year. That's basically the same thing, except happy. Yes, yeah. very happy. Like you know, they they have yeah. a they have thing a on the porch. Bunch later. of children. They have a ton you know, of children. Grandparents and, are there. They have yep. a legit, actual, really theirs family. Yeah, not a commander and right. wife who can't have babies and stole somebody else's family right they have a legit family and, and, is... and they seem fine yeah they are the most fine of ever, anybody i think we've seen in this entire yeah. series and that's probably because they're so far away i know from they're all the so far away 
and they don't have to worry about the handmade situation and they're just yeah kind of well i mean they will whatever. later when the girls grow up but yeah uh so next scene is uh the lawrence house uh i find out that the lawrence and his wife have taken off so <laughs> i think at this point I, th- I believe this is the scene where they try to take her her food mrs lawrence and they're like yeah like i think we enter the house in the kitchen yes um, and, and then the the second Martha, whose yeah. name escapes me, yeah. came in and is like, "Have you? It, she's not eating again, or yeah, something." Yeah, she didn't like even that. open the door. She said yeah. she didn't even take any of it. And June's like, "Have you seen either one of them?" Because I think it dawns on them that none of yeah, them have seen any of them. Yeah. So they run to the study where he's at least left a note for June that says, "Sorry." Yeah. Yeah. That's like the Gilead equivalent of like breaking up over a text. <laughs> That is Gilead texting. It was bad. Yeah, it's old school texting. It was bad. Dear, she was not nearly as violent as I would have been upon finding that. Yeah, so she was pissed. Uh, it might as well have been like, dear June, sorry, love Joey. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it was. So yeah. uh, then June and Beth argue because June is like, we still got to get these kids out because I can still get kids. And that's like her thing right. now, right? And she so, got the kids. She just doesn't have a van now. Right. So now it's interesting, like, in the face of having this plan and this mission, which is what kind of it's turned into, right? Because mm-hmm. she was totally, like, on the, I don't know it's where Hannah is, screw the world, yeah. to, I'm going to get as many kids out as I can, have a plan, have a truck, to, my dude's gone, I got no truck, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. So now she's just, like, grasping at whatever she can get. And so she's going to fly in the face of the Martha Mafia. And go talk to Billy, who we learn is their contact at Jezebel's. And he's the bartender, and he likes yeah. money. So he's so just... I think, yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like we leave her in the midst of trying to figure out how she's going to get to him. Yes. Yeah. This is really just her and Beth arguing about, you know, yeah. even talking to Billy. Because Beth's like, bad idea. Yeah. Bad idea. Because I, I think Beth at this point is like, I'm yeah, out I'm of whatever out. the hell you're about to do. Because Can you blame her? Yeah, because she's Billy... Seen, she has seen what happened with June's previous plans. Yeah, exactly. Uh, even vouching for June, she was like, because even she, I think she even says like, I should have never vouched yeah, for she you. Yeah, she does. Because <laughs> you're a little crazy. Um, so yeah, because even like talking about Billy being their contact and helping them, it's not because he's like this up and up guy. It's because right. Billy because likes he's money. Like is what he says. Yeah, basically, he, he doesn't care. Yeah, Billy is kind of you know going. He's kind of mercenary for the lack of a better term. He's going to go with wherever the cash mm-hmm. goes. Uh, so. Yeah, he's Boba Fett in this situation. Oh, look at you busting out the Star Wars bounty hunter knowledge. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, so, back to Fred and Serena's show. Now, what does a happy Christian family do in the evening times? Obviously, somebody plays an instrument and they all gather around and sing in glorious harmony. And what do they sing? Hymns. They sing the only thing that I think I've seen as much as Gloria, which is Dona Nobis Pachem. I couldn't even believe that this was like after the week where we had the Gloria thing where I was like, oh, yeah, oh, my God, I sang Gloria way too much. Um, they had the full on Dona Nobis Pachem, which I also I sang. I've never heard this Oh, before. my God. Never you, heard it before this episode. I, if you're ever in a church choir or a concert choir I, in school or I both. I did sing in choir. I do. We sang this all the time. Yeah. It was just another I one of those. sing in that, choir, secular choir, and we did not sing this. Yeah. This and I was, went to a lot of church choir practices with my grandma but yeah, i don't remember no. them singing this so apparently my church was just very different yeah, maybe it wasn't your flavor of church i don't know but doesn't sound I like sang it. it so much it was ridiculous so it was another one of those where i was like no no and any song <laughs> with that anything uh but they're singing I just it just thought it was kind of lovely to listen to it, like, they were they, they sounded were so great good. and they were into it but uh fred and serena seem a little uncomfortable with it which is interesting i just thought they seemed uncomfortable with each other they're uncomfortable with most things but i thought it was interesting that serena usually 
in kind of the because you yeah, see her act, like oh my god children family. yeah because she's <laughs> very much not like that so which is another indication mm-hmm. that she's yeah something else yeah, is going on I feel on like here. this is a point at which she is maybe for real struggling with her decision maybe maybe I'm not I'm not sure it feels a little bit like she's waffling to me but as we know the best way to not be in doubt with Fred anymore is to have a conversation with him. <laughs> and have him answer questions and then you're like he's like one of those guys like, oh yeah totally worth giving you up because i feel like on the surface he could be like a guy who's like because he's a puppy dog right like at moments he can seem like sweet dude and be like all about you but then he like but like goes and pisses on the corner so over there dumb. and you're like oh, he's yeah. so dumb it doesn't matter how sweet he is so he's the golden he's retriever so i'm sorry golden retriever people i'm sorry i just insulted your favorite dog i don't like them um okay then that's okay I know people are gonna be mad. I don't I like really. All dogs. I like I I like all dogs. I just make fun of golden retrievers because they're like, I don't even know how to explain them. They are like the sunshine like and Doug rainbows. Yes, up. they're like nothing is wrong in the world. How you guys doing today? It's a great day to be alive, isn't it? That's those dogs. They kind of drive me crazy because <laughs> I feel like they know how awesome they are. You need more are. doomsday in your dog. I know. I just feel like they give me the vibe of they know they're the like favorite dog breed on the planet. And are they? That, dude, yeah, there's so many gold. They aren't so much anymore. But like when I was growing up, golden retrievers okay. were everywhere. Uh, so I just got a little tired of them. Plus, I had one that used to live next door to us, barked all the time. Drew, that might have something to do with it. Okay, not better at all. Nope, not even Moving a little on. bit. So, friend Serena sneak out into the woods like you do. Yeah, like when teenagers you're, when you're visiting. Strange. It seemed odd. The whole it did seem really odd, and it seemed like like they would be giving a like making that family think that they are up to something. Well, not even that, just like, oh, I, don't I guess wanna... it doesn't matter if you're planning on never leaving Canada, but. Well, to the family, you got to figure, Fred, they're, it's a commander and a wife. You can't really say anything to them, but it does seem kind of rude, like, it, oh, cool singing. Yeah, it seemed strange. Time yeah. to go to the woods and talk. Uh, so, Fred, they're essentially talking about. Serena is kind of pushing this to what if we. What if this had never happened? What if there was no right. Gilead? What would be had yeah. become of us, Fred? And Fred talks about how they would, st- how Fred would still be in what? What's he? What in? What? What sector does he work in? Marketing. Oh, Fred's yeah. in marketing. I mean, I was, I was so disappointed to hear that. Interesting. <laughs> also, he would have been fucking terrible. Clearly, he's terrible at everything. So terrible. He's, I wonder what he marketed. Oh, uh, cigarettes probably. I don't know. <laughs> Good call, Fred. Fred. Something terrible. I got cigarettes it. and alcohol. I got it. I know it. Vaping. Uh, so she talks about how you know in their old apartment. That's where she wrote her first book. And then she makes this comment. Also, how many books did she write? Yeah, that's a good this question. Is m- multiple references to her writing multiple books. Now yeah. I'm very curious about yeah. it. That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, so she then says, "How could you take that away from me?" But she says it in a kind of a playful way. Yeah, like haha. But you didn't really take it away from me, although you did, but not really because I consented. Which, again, shows you how stupid Fred is, because I don't care how playful you say the words, how could you take that away from I me? I know, it still sounds like such an allegation, It right? sounds like a thing that is about to happen before you get A, divorced, or B, <laughs> delivered to, you know, the authorities <laughs> in Canada, or stabbed. Something or stabbed. bad is about okay. to happen to you. Anytime anyone says the words, how could you take that away That's from me? That's very interesting how you put stabbed, turned over to the authorities, and divorced on the same playing field there. <laughs> well, they're, you know, I ranked them. Clearly being stabbed is 
I guess not the worst in this scenario. I don't Fred, know. Yeah. You could live through a stabbing. I don't know what's going to happen to you in Canadian jail. Although I have to imagine if you're going to get extradited to any country. True story. Canada, Canada is, is the probably going to be the one. Probably the least likely to torture you horribly. Right. That's probably true. I bet the, I bet the cells are nice. Yes. <laughs> they probably have windows. They might even clap and, like, for him when he gets there. Would they think they're going to clap for him like Emily when he I gets hope there? I they spit on him. I hope they do too. Uh, so he said, she says that line and I was like, oh, she's kind of going there a little bit, Fred, a little bit, but not really. Fred doesn't really pick up. He on doesn't it. read between the lines. And to me, it didn't even seem, it wasn't even passive aggressive. No, I don't think it was either. It was just, why was her head even there? <laughs> yeah. It was just bizarre. Um, so Serena asks what he thinks if they wouldn't happen. Fred says, you know, I'd be in marketing. You'd be a pundit somewhere on television. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes into the, what was me? Sad, sad, Fred story yeah, of you would have married some me. guy that's more able to give you children which also is this the first time he references being infertile because i it's the only one i can think of that he does yes as far yeah, as i can exactly remember. that he says himself yes that he acknowledges because out loud. i have been wondering this whole time all three seasons like is he in denial does he realize he can't father children i'm not 100 percent sure that he really understands right uh, yeah, but to, it has been confirmed. To my knowledge, it's the first time. Now, what we don't know is like, were had they tried a whole bunch before and she couldn't get pregnant, and that's how he knows that he's probably the problem. You know, like before the takeover. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because obviously yeah. she wanted a baby real bad, which is her whole justification for everything that she's done involving Gilead. Yeah. So <clears throat> my take is maybe they had been trying for a long time and didn't lay blame one one side or the other, but. Fred kind of knew, you know, probably not Serena. Uh, so, yeah, they talk, they keep talking about it. Um, and so then they go back to the house. And uh, they're in Ozzy and Harriet, uh, Ricky and Ricky and Lucy, separate twin beds motif. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you know. If you're a person with brain oh, yeah. who has eyes. If you're eyes, a person that has a spouse. You know. And you see you. Them looking at each other, you're like, oh, this is, they're going to have sex this now. Is, yeah. Okay, so, this is it. So, once that's again. The, that's the spousal bedroom eyes. And. Which are different than the single dating somebody bedroom eyes. Totally different. Totally different eyes. Uh, so, this is also interesting because, while yes, Serena has been a little more affectionate towards Fred, and we've kind of seen her kind of attempting to build yeah. that she still Some had of it seemed to be for show yeah, yeah because like, I don't, it wasn't all what was it natural was it seeing. last week or the week before there was a moment where he touched her and she still like moved off of him or moved her hand away or whatever it was so there hasn't been like these moments of you know true affection between the two of them mm-hmm. um, except for the dancing we're not talking about the dance. i mean i'm just saying it was a moment of true affection i still don't know if it was real I sure. Let's okay. pretend it was Go all with a, that. It sure. was all a dream. Sure. Uh, so off screen, they we assume they get it on. And uh, I do not assume they get it on off screen. Well, no, I mean in this in this scene. Oh yeah, in this scene definitely this scene for sure. Otherwise, no. Yes, and so I wrote down this is uh, between guilt and repulsion. I I think they <laughs> I think they just don't do anything else. Yes. So Fred seemed kind of surprised mm-hmm. that Serena asked for him. And the 12-year-old boy in me thought it was really funny that she said, come. Yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. A little on the nose there, Serena? No? Um, 
next scene. So that's where we leave Fred. We leave Fred and yeah. Serena in their Lucy in and one of the twin or Lucy beds. and Ricky beds having sex. It's gonna be so loud. It's gonna be loud in the farmhouse. That, you, like, oh man, you're right. When, I didn't think Fred, about that. When Fred got up to walk between the beds, it was, it was like, loud. Rrr, yeah, rrr. you're right. So, I didn't think about that. I don't know. Do you wonder if that's like a maybe they'll put a plaque up? Commander Lauren, Commander Waterford and that's wife disgusting. had sex at this house, and that'll be like a thing that like they'll talk to all their friends about. All their friends who wherever far they away. are. Yeah, assume presumably. All right. So scene eight. Uh, turns out Commander Joey couldn't get out. Dun, 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 dun. He's back. And so disappointed about it. Yes, he, he is seems back. devastated, and like it's really sinking in that oh nobody trusts me anymore. They have figured it out. Yes. So after I, I don't drink the Kool Aid. After last week's, uh, we'll call it lackluster performance, probably in the eyes of leadership <laughs> at the ceremony. Um, it seems that Larry Lawrence here has lost his ability to move about with freedom uh, because yeah. he comes back and June's like. What the fuck? And he's like, well, see what happened was I tried to get out of here, uh, but they changed all the passcodes and the security At least clearance. he took his wife. He was still <laughs> legit trying to get his wife yes. out. That part seems sincere. That is him. the only redeemable part of him taking off like that. Yeah. Is that he was legit trying to save his wife. Right. I do believe that is his real motivation. I agree. It's the only reason I have for not being not being ready to toss him over a bridge. Yeah, once she gets out, we can toss. Yeah, true. Uh, but it's interesting to watch Bradley Whitford and how he handles this character now. Yeah, like, this character has had such an arc this season. Because it is like a physical change Yeah, in the way he carries himself. Because it's, it's Bradley Whitford and, and he's fantastic. Yeah, he's awesome. And so you can really see that like he's taken them from this guy who was, you know. He's just so broken now. He is totally broken and totally knows he's screwed and that it's all his own doing, essentially. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of, I mean, I feel if his wife wasn't there, I feel surely he would have killed himself by now. He seems like that kind of guy. Yeah. But he's not because his wife. Correct. I don't know what he thinks he's going to do for her, but I'm sure sure it would kind of shatter her, even if she did believe he deserved it, you know? Yeah. I feel like him and June are kind of, as I said, I think they're kind of parallel characters on different sides of this Mm -hmm. thing, right? They've only got one person to live for. um, And if they didn't have that person, you know. Their whole thing falls apart, as you've seen. June's pretty much did, but she found a cause to yeah. rally for. Yeah. Uh, thanks to space pirate Janine talking some sense into her. <laughs> God bless you, Janine. You're the MVP. All right. So Lawrence says uh, he can't get out. Codes are changed. So we know that uh, June's like, so we can't get out then. I don't care about you. She's like, now nah, we can't get out. So the truck does us no good and you can't get one to begin with. Uh, so and June just says, you're taking me to the city. So she's going with plan. I don't know what we're on. B, I guess. Truck was yeah. plan A, I think. So plan B for Billy. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, so Jezebel's, here we go. Back to Jezebel's. Yeah. I mean, as soon as she said, you're taking me to the city, I assumed that was where they There's were going. But I was still like, oh, do we have to go back there? Because it makes me want to vomit every time. Yeah, it still does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so he drops her off and he waits outside in his car. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, like in the alley. Yeah, just hanging. Not suspicious at all. Nope. Not even a little bit. Mm-mm. Uh, so she makes her way through Jezebel's, and she saddles up. Yeah, she to remembers b- her way really well. I was impressed. She does. Um, she saddles up to the bar where Billy's at, who she thinks is Billy. She doesn't really right. know, uh, but Billy reveals himself as Billy right. very soon. Um, 
And so she goes into these negotiations with Billy because she kind of says, here's my plan. And Billy, like everyone else who hears the plan, says, are you, A, trying to get killed and are you crazy? Um, and she's like, I need you to hold the plane for like 24 hours. And Billy's 24 like, 24 hours You're such silly. a long time. And he's like, you can get 20 minutes. <laughs> and so, but she has to promise Billy all of the art from yeah. uh, Lawrence's all house. All of the Lawrence's She's art. like, I got a house full of Picassos and other artist type people that you probably remember their names. Mm-hmm. What are they? I don't remember. I think she only said Picasso and Renoir. Is there... I don't remember. Is I don't Renoir? know. She mentioned somebody else. Renoir. Yeah, he's Maybe. a person that did a thing. Yes, he did. Do I appreciate things. the art. I just don't know the names. He did do it's some things. My, yes, it's not my deal. Um, so she promises that all to Billy, which would fetch a handsome sum on any black market anywhere in the world. Yeah, I'm not sure who he would sell it to, but yeah, if he, I assume if he that, had buyers, yeah, yeah, I mean, he would be very rich. There's a, obviously clearly a working underground for Billy already, so if he can... Yeah, but I mean, like, we don't even know what he's selling. It could be it could be any old stuff. It could be... <laughs> it could be... <laughs> Billy's know, house of junk. Mood stabilizers. Right. I mean, true. it could be very simple things. Yes, yeah, because very simple things are hard to come by. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so June, uh, more or less, sort of, kind of gets Billy to buy in. Billy said he'll think about it. I yeah, don't even think we have a full confirmation. No, we don't have a full confirmation, and I don't. I mean, it feels like she basically doesn't have assurance from anybody who is any other part of this plan. She is just sure that she is going to get everybody there by sheer force of will. I guess um, you know the Marthas said yes with muffins, but like. Do they still say yes after she gives them like you have a 20 minute window at this time in this place and like are you you know to get the kids there i mean i don't i don't know and it's very soon oh yeah so yeah i don't know um she doesn't have confirmation from anybody and i don't know that she has a way to be there herself no i don't think so either so i I don't know how that's gonna happen she just seems determined to move keep moving the ball ahead no matter what Mm -hmm. like she's just whether she on to the next person yes Yes, somehow this is going to happen because it has yeah. to. And how, she makes, how on earth is she going to get Mrs. Lawrence there? Right, and she she makes this comment to Laura, Mrs. Lawrence earlier when she's talking her down from shooting Commander Lawrence that all of this has to be for something. So I think yeah. she's operating with that mindset as I got to get something done because right. otherwise this is completely otherwise worthless. Otherwise this was all for nothing. Exactly, which is, again, why I think her and Lawrence are kind of an interesting side of the same coin, right? Yeah. Because they're both at this point like this was all for nothing because mm-hmm. the people i love i can't help yeah so uh turns out it's time for some hijinks to ensue um winslow happens to be making an appearance at jezebel's which he's already creepy and we already don't know a whole lot about him right yeah and so it was very interesting to be like oh because he's kind of an intimidating guy he's got like this yeah he's a big guy he walks with a lot of um uh what is the word I'm looking for? He is, he's very self-assured. Yes. Um, yeah. So he is definitely kind of an intimidating guy. Also, he's just like way bigger than June. Yes. Way bigger than yes, June. Yes, he's a sizable guy. I will say like not, uh, the first time we meet him in that episode where they're playing billiards and he kind of puts his ass in Fred's face or uh-huh. in general vicinity. Somebody online, because the internet is magic, made an entire compilation of just shots of that actor's 
ass in various roles that he's played throughout <laughs> shows, like whether it was Law and Order or whatever What's else his he was name? on. Christopher something. I forget every time. I, I don't, don't remember know. what his name is. But I feel yeah, like I should know it. Somebody made a compilation of just ass shots because wow, I, I didn't realize there there were so many. Yeah, but he has like, if you look at it, he's got one of these like it's kind of bulbous. It's good. It's round. It's not okay. like he you, doesn't have flat. It's not like Fred flat ass. You know, yeah. Fred. He's just straight yeah. down, right? That's not what's going on here. This is like, yeah, this huh. is de- defined. Okay. So it's it's very noticeable. So basically he works out. He works out. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't skip leg day. That's what happens. <laughs> um, so he sees June and he's like, hey, fancy meeting you here. Well, he calls her name from behind her as she's walking away uh-huh. from the bar. And I, I thought like he wasn't sure at first because she, ca- she he called her of Lawrence. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Not her name yeah. and not like, uh, I don't know. I just thought maybe he wasn't sure. And then she stopped and I was like, why did you stop? Yeah, just keep it. walking. Keep walking. Go to a room like somebody is expecting you. True. Come on. Yeah. But uh, so, nay, she stops yeah, and engages him. Uh, and he says, let's have a little private meeting upstairs. And you're like, this is not going to go well. Nope. No. Nope. Um, nope. Yeah. So hard pass. Uh, takes up to the room, and he asks why... A very huge, elaborate yeah, room. This like, this big... was not the other rooms we've seen. No, this is a big deal. This is like room. the penthouse suite. Yes. Uh, it has, like, a whole, like... I don't even know what you'd call it. It's like a gate, almost, between the bedroom. Yes, they're, like, nesting doors, yeah. That's even creepier. Can we not call but them that ever again? That's what they're called. Nesting just sounds... Okay, pocket doors? There we that's go. another word for them. Dig it. I like that one. Okay. Nesting just sounds weird in this scenario. All right. Given what's usually occurring there. Sure. I'm sorry. Uh, so Winslow asks why Lawrence is there and why he's got her there and why he isn't present with her. And June tries June, to bullshit yeah, her way through it. Yeah, tries to bullshit. He just likes for me to tell him what's going on afterwards, which is... <laughs> you know, you all have your kinks. Right. Which is true, but <laughs> not the most believable thing in that scenario. Yes, of all the kinks, that's the least plausible i think in this situation yeah um so he's like why don't we give also him... takes her a moment to come up with that. yes <laughs> uh so winslow is like well let's give you something to tell him and i was like oh no, great you so then we go through this whole scenario of him getting june on the bed take off your underwear leave the shoes on yeah at first it looks like he's going to stand back and watch yes he does which not. was which was you know Reassuring at first, and then a big letdown. I was reassured by nothing that was happening. It was a lot better than what really did happen. Yes. Uh, so then he tells her to turn over uh, on her stomach. So I had a couple thoughts during this part of the scenario. Because we've seen kind of these innuendo of him having some homoerotic tendencies towards mm-hmm. Fred. Yeah. And the first thing it brought to my mind was uh, Brokeback Mountain, not in a like, haha, Brokeback Mountain way, but yeah. in a, yeah. when, um, I think, Deep totally. Ledger's... it's easier ca- to imagine right. if you're not looking at somebody's exactly. face. Exactly, because that's one of the things, like, with Heath Ledger's character, he's married to, uh, what's her name, Michelle Williams, and that's pretty much the only way that they do it. Um, and so that, that was one of the first things I thought of, was like, oh, that's interesting, that's the way he's doing this. Uh, but June, yeah, I think he's an equal opportunity, um, power grabber. I think he is in it for the power. Regardless of who. Yeah. Regardless of who it is. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. He's a power raper. Who? Yeah. 
hyper ooh. Let's go back to nesting. I like nesting. No. <laughs> nesting. Power rapers. Awful. Okay. But at this point, we're like, okay, is Ju- yeah. my my brain is going, we're not going to rape June again, right? That's not what's going to happen. Right. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, in early seasons, it was a thing that we were accustomed to dealing with. Yeah. And so was the character. That was part of life that she had to deal with. And she had built up these walls and made this system for herself where she could kind of leave her body a tiny bit and, you know, pretend it wasn't happening. And that was her way of coping. And ever since she hasn't had to deal with that as a regular monthly part of life anymore. I mean, you can see her defenses breaking down slowly over this whole season regarding being raped. Yeah. She's just not as able to cope anymore. I don't think, I think we it's just, not, it's not an unwillingness. She thinks she's going to be able right. to cope, yeah. but she, you can see it breaking down. I think we as viewers also are far yeah. less You're able just to far cope. less uh, accustomed to it. And yeah. it seems more and more cruel as you go yes. on. Yes. Uh, so fun fact, June's done. Yeah, this is Ding. this is the point at which she is no longer able to hold it in. Like this is where the negative fucks run out, and then so she's she just apparently like, also does not skip out on leg day. No, did not skip on leg Super day. Super powerful kicks. Yes, so because uh, he, he is no waif. No, he's a big dude, as we have described before, um, and so June kicks him in the face, like square in the face, and then you're like, oh shit, it's on. Yeah, she's not messing around because either she somebody. Somebody's gonna die. Is essentially what's gonna happen here, or something terrible, worse than terrible. Yeah, is I thought happen probably he was gonna knock her out. Right. I did not imagine that it would progress so epically violently in yeah. such a short span. Yeah, I thought he was probably just gonna knock her out, and that's where we would leave and the so scene. I was taking notes very quickly. Um, did he punch her? Like yeah, full hand punched her. Because uh, that's I yes. kind of looked up and that looked like what had just occurred, but I think I missed that little part. Yeah, of it. she took a couple shots to the face, but I think only one was a normal like full fist okay. punch. I uh, think the other one might have been backhand. Oh, backhand. Okay, because when I looked up, it looked like he had just flat out like slugged her. Yeah, he did. Okay, mm-hmm. All right. that's what I thought I saw. So here, <laughs> here's my notes from this as I'm watching it, uh, and I, I said, and then June says, "Not today, motherfucker," and I said, "Hey, fight," and then it's stabby time. Because he tackles her, essentially, which is kind of the go-to mm-hmm. move if you're bigger than somebody. It's just like, fuck it. I'm going to just overpower you. Yeah. And he's, like, prepared to rape her on the floor. Yeah. Holding her down. Um, and she grabs this pen, I guess, out of his jacket pocket yeah, or I get, something? She sees it on the floor. I we don't know. know. Where did she it, didn't have it. I'm not exactly sure where it came from. But he But apparently it. it's a very sturdy pen. Yeah. Good thing they make good she stabs him, like, 45 times with yeah. it. Um, so. And must have punctured his lung. Yeah, that's puncture. the only thing I can think that it would be like actually bringing him down rather quickly, but also like he's wheezing and still with it enough to try to beg for his life. Right. So she stabs him. Like uh, I'm, I'm going to do a little thirty second side story. So I have uh, a peanut allergy, and yes. is a thing. Yes. Um, and so I have an epipen where you get to stab yourself in the leg, you know. So I have a friend who has seen the movie Horrible Bosses. If you've never seen it, there's oh, there's a scene yeah, where that's right. the one guy's character does like, the EpiPen, EpiPen and he doesn't horribly. know how to do it. And he yeah. uses this line. He's like, tiny he's stabs. little stabs, yeah. little stabs. And so my friend is obsessed with me having a peanut reaction Not and him stabs, being able to FYI. do it. He's like, little stabs, Justin, little stabs. And I'm like, you are never touching me ever, no matter <laughs> yeah, what no. happens. It's not little stabs. So this is little stabs everywhere. 
Yeah. This yeah, is all this is June over like front and side and back of torso. Yeah. He is she is just yeah, going to town very, until very he sapped. stops. I mean, he, she is just like it is lots of lots of little watermelon stabs. So if you can just close your eyes when you're watching this and you imagine the sound affects people, that's that's because you know that's what I call every time somebody's head gets smashed, it's the watermelon because uh, that's the, what you yeah, know that's what okay. they used to make that sound and that's what it sounds juicy. like. Yeah. That's that's what it sounds like when she's stabbing. I mean, she is like trying to make Swiss cheese of this motherfucker. Like she is yeah. not messing around. It was around. like a fancy metal pen. Yeah, it was it was doing the job. But I, even in my head, I was like, is that going to be enough to like slow the I did. Down? I thought that too until I started hearing wheeze. Yeah. I was like, oh. Because the first, the first she stab, she goes for his chest. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, she, the first yeah. bunch were in his chest. And so, you know, I mean, if you get it in far enough, I mean, that's going to do some damage. And then she stabs him like all over his torso. So, I mean, if, if it's it, a good pen. It was a lot. She, it was a lot. And then just, she just keeps going around his back on the whole side. I was like, yeah. damn. She is yeah, and at first around. he's fighting back. And then he is clearly been wounded somewhere that yeah. he's not recovering from. And even at that point, I was like, so is he dead dead? Or is he just like passed out? Because then once he's stabbed enough where he can't really get after her anymore, mm-hmm. she takes some kind of some statue sort of, thing yeah. that looks like it looks like the it's equivalent like a of like, a, a, like an award show, like an Oscar sized type of thing. Yeah, you know, but like about, all one. Yeah, like, all one giant material. stone thing. Yep. And just smashes him over the head with it. And even at that point, I was like, is he really dead? I don't know if he's really dead. I think he was really dead. But yep. he was super dead, turns out. Um, so then June sits there for an undetermined amount of time. Yeah, who knows how long she's in there, but I guess it wasn't all that long. I don't know. Because, because later, Lawrence is still out still there. Still out there. That's so what I was wondering. So I guess it couldn't have been that long. And it, I couldn't tell. I don't remember off the top also, of my head. I am so surprised he didn't go in there. I'm surprised he was after there. she was gone for a long time. I was convinced he because was not wouldn't, be if there. you were him, wouldn't you be worried somebody would recognize her, yeah. and then you would be in trouble? But I wonder if he thinks at this point it's worse off for him if he makes an appearance anywhere because mm-hmm. he's like persona non grata at this point. Maybe you know, um, even at Jezebel's. I don't know. Yeah, it's all, and you know, if he's never been to Jezebel's, because even didn't... when nobody liked Fred, they still were congenial to him. That's at true. Jezebel's. That's true. So, yeah, she waits there for however long. Because my other thing I don't know is, like, between, like, what the daylight situation looks like when she comes out. It kind of still feel like it was dark. It's nighttime still, yeah. Okay. Because then the Martha slash maid comes in and mm-hmm. is like, housekeeping. And she just comes in and she's like, oh. She, like, immediately is like, I know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and the, so the Marthas are got their shit together. Well, and this particular Martha, yeah. it turns out, was one of the ones that June had saved yeah. from the cages. Um, she says that she was captured in Chicago and she was in the cages and saw June and remembers her, which yeah. is pretty impressive. Yes. Um, so you saved me. And that, yeah, June is one of the, is the person that saved her. She was one of the four, yeah, I think. four or five. That yeah, she, very few. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that just happens to be in this amazing position to now su- save June's life. Right. So she gives her her key card and tells her how to get to the stairs. Right. Or the Frame service the, elevator. Yeah, service yeah. elevator. And so then we get this, like, after June escapes, mm-hmm. we get this whole amazing. montage of... Commander Lawrence is still down there with the Yeah, car. I totally thought he was going to be gone. Miracle. Totally thought he was going to be gone. I mean, you got to think that it'd be like... I... <laughs> At least an hour. I it, it mean, was a, it was a while. It had to be a while. It was a while. Um, so, yeah, Lawrence drives away as instructed by Jude. She was just like, drive. Mm-hmm. And he just does. Well, that, I think he looks over and see her all beat up and everything. Right. And he's like, fuck yeah, we're driving. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Uh, so then we cut 
to Fred and Serena. Uh, so they're waiting by the road, we assume, for Captain Free Yeah, at a defunct gas station. Yeah, some old gas station. Which I uh, also, like, kind of, that's the point at which I realized, oh, he's driving an electric car. <laughs> like, they don't need to stop for gas. They're just hanging that's out true. there. That's but true. But he's, he's driving an electric car. Although uh, the American is driving, like, a Dodge Charger or something. Of course. Yeah. Fred's driving like a Tesla and then the American's driving a Dodge Uh, so he pulls up and he's like I have a place a safe place we can meet a Mm -hmm. little up the way just up the road and you're like oh Fred you're so dumb you're so dumb Uh, so Fred is I don't know how it's going to get safer than the the wide open gas station the nobody around for miles gas station that they're at but apparently he believes it Fred's just like okay uh, well, he did questions it a little bit. He asked Serena if she really trusts him. Yeah. And, and, and like, hesitates. Because Fred And Serena, so smartly, does not nope. really encourage him. She yep. just says yes. Yep. Doesn't waver. Uh, and so they're driving. And they're driving for a while. Uh, because the scenery changes. The foliage mm-hmm. changes. Yep. Fred clearly does not pay attention to those sorts of things. But eventually, after a <laughs> while, he finally goes, this is not up the road. Right, um, I was like, where, where are, are we? we? And as soon as they made the that, turn the road and then they were like in the pines, I was like, you are fucked. Yep. The answer is, <laughs> you're in Canada. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. So they get out of the car and they're like, Fred's like, where the hell are we? What's going on? And Captain Freedom Pants announces to Fred, Mr. Waterford, you are in Canada and you are now under arrest for war crimes and a litany of things. Yeah, that he and he starts out. listing out stuff. Yep. All it things. was it was a lot. Well, <laughs> it was even more than I expected. They've done a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They've had five years to uh, do a lot of things. Yeah, that's very true. That's yes. very true. They were. I mean, he listed off every charge you could possibly be charged yep. for for the things they were doing in yep. Gilead. It was really kind of amazing. Yes. And then Fred is of course freaking out. Fred's and freaking he out. He seems at first worried about Serena. Yeah. Because he's a sweet, stupid puppy dog. Yes. And Serena is also being like, you know. They arrest ushered, her. Ushered into yes. a, a vehicle but separate also, from know, Fred. You also notice but that nobody much gentler is, and nobody's reading her her rights. That's right. Nobody is reading <laughs> her rights or char- saying yeah. you're being charged I don't know if she anything. was even actually handcuffed. Like they might have no, just they had just her hands her, her back to the... and put her in the car. Yeah. And she stayed silent Yep, because she's smart. Yep. Um, and, and while she did look surprised, because, you know, you got to think she didn't really know. if, if She the, probably didn't know exactly didn't know what how was going to go down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so she was probably genuinely with it, whatever shred of love for Fred she had right, left, concerned for his well-being that they weren't going to like. You would still be like worried about them, yeah. right? I mean, she did love him at one point in time if she yes. doesn't now. Yes. And regardless of all the stupid shit he's done, and, you know, there's still feelings there, clearly. Uh, but not enough not to sell him down the road for her nope. baby that's not really hers. Uh, so. She wants her pretend baby back. Yeah, so they separate them. Serena goes in the one. He goes in the other while they're still reading him the litany of charges that will probably be reading him all the way until they get to wherever the hell they're going. Yeah. Very interested to see where they take him. Yes. Like, does he go straight to his cell? Do they take him to negotiators so they can try to get everything out of him they can't? I'm very interested. Yeah. It's going to be... It'll be interesting to see. So... And, like, does Serena try to, like, make friends with Luke and share custody? How is this going to go? I'm so confused. There, I have so many questions. Luke did not seem interested in... No, I did not friends. get that impression from him before. No. Yeah. He no. warmed up, but he didn't seem like he was like, hey, let's have brunch. Right. Well, he warmed up <clears> to <throat> the idea that she is also a human. That's about all they warmed yes. up to. 
Yes, and I'd say that's even a lot. And I can't imagine what Moira would think. Jeez. Right? Moira, my killer. Oh, man. Uh, so, last scene. June at the Lawrence's. Uh, we get a little, little musical montage on this one. Uh, this is Kate Bush again. Um, and for those of you that were thinking, hey, this is Tori Amos, that's because it Tori does, Amos it does sound a lot like, like Kate Bush. Bush. Even I mean, though she started like 20 years Yeah, I started to say it's the other way around. It's okay. But okay. No, no, Kate Bush started like way earlier than Tori Amos did. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, that's the thing. Like, I was not, I'd, I'd heard of Kate Bush. Uh-huh. And I, I did not hear about her before. Yeah, Tori she Amos. was like 80s big time. And like, if you listen to them, it's, you could. Yeah, it really did sound like Tori Amos. I totally yeah, agree. There's some little idiosyncrasies in the vo- vocals, but very little, you know, hmm. and yeah. They're both equally awesome. Um, For those of you listening, this is a big deal. Justin just admitted that another singer is equally as awesome as Tori Amos, whom he holds in very high regard and has a crush on. Wow. Just to, just throw it all out there. I'm putting I it do. all None out of there. that is untrue. She's magic. It's, I know. I know. It's not. Yeah. She's great. Is Kate Bush also a redhead? No. Okay. Just Gianna, checking. She's not. Just checking. <clears throat> Fair redheads. Same. I told you, thing. you can't say it like that. Especially on this show. Or it sounds weird. I don't do it on purpose. I just, it just I know. happens to be a thing where the, all the singers that are awesome happen to be oh, a lot yeah, of them. All of them redheads. that are awesome. But Nico case. But no, I don't think that's her real hair. Uh, Florence, Florence and the Machine. Or it just happens that I don't. I know. They just, it it's just, just happens. Funny. It's it is. just funny. This is why I continue to give you shit about I know. it. Yeah. Uh, so now we get the cut scene for uh, Kate Bush cloud busting is the name of the song also Kate Bush's birthday today so happy birthday Kate happy Bush happy birthday um, so then we get these cut scenes between June kind of getting dressed and Martha's disposing of Winslow's body and cleaning up the crime scene very well, efficiently crime, depending on your perspective they have got their shit together yes they've clearly done this before yes and so I think we're kind of seeing wow the Martha's really like we knew they did before because they orchestrated the whole escape last year mm-hmm. uh, last season with Nicole getting out and clearly, we've met the Martha mm-hmm. Mafia, who, yeah, who, we got the plans. But now we're kind of seeing all these women together, yeah, these mechanisms in action, they have in place. just boom, 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 you know. Yeah, I was I was watching that whole sequence, thinking like, well, they have clearly done this before, and then immediately thought, oh, they've probably done it before for women. Women, yeah, yeah. So because they throw his body in the incinerator, which is probably like a trash incinerator, I would assume. That's kind of what those. I don't know. It was awfully for. big. Uh, well, I don't know. That's kind of what I would. Think maybe yeah. I don't know if it maybe it's a boiler, but I don't know like a. I don't. I don't know. Like I do. I, don't I do not have experience in these things, no. so I'm not exactly sure. Well, I only thought trash because that's like the only thing I could think that you would need a fire of that size for at a location like that. Because clearly they're at some kind of hotel, hotel. apartment, yeah, yeah. And so maybe they're like having an incinerator for their maybe trash. I don't know, but that would also seem frowned upon in Gilead. But I don't know. Uh, so if anybody has any HVAC knowledge of large uh, buildings and knows <laughs> what that was. familiar to you. Yeah, let We're us know. We're curious. Yeah. Also, that giant washing machine that they put Bam. the uh, sheets in, whoa. Yeah. That was intense. That's is that for real? Is that what they really look like? I, I really so. do want to know this. I think that I've seen Because before. if it does, if that's really what they put the sheets in big hotels in, I will feel much better about the sheets in the next hotel I stay in. So please, somebody, tell me if that's really how they get them clean. Because if it is, I will feel much better. I guess we'll find out. Somebody will know. They always do. Uh, so then, Lauren, or June's putting on all the garb. She's done. And Lawrence comes in with the handgun, uh, which was at the beginning of this episode, pointed as his head, and just hands it to her and says, they'll be coming for us. Um, I wonder, does she tell him what happened? 
I would imagine she had to. You know, or does he just assume she got beat up? I I, I would assume she had to know. go. I mean, there's no reason not to tell him at this point because at this point they're both in the same boat, right? He can't get out. She can't get out. I agree, but like I feel like telling him makes it worse for him. I don't know. Although, can it get worse? They I already don't think so. Think he's he already tried to get out. Yeah. And they already clearly have him on their radar of people that are you know yeah not allowed to get out. Not you need you suddenly need new paperwork that he doesn't have. Exactly. So I think he knows, and at this point, I think they just figure it's better to be on the same page than not. That's what yeah. I would assume. That's how I would think you'd play it. Because what's the point of keeping secrets? Yeah, trying for teamwork. Yeah, I mean, somebody essentially now they're both trying to figure out a way to get out together or get somebody. Well, out. and with the kids, right? Don't forget about the kids. Yeah, get <laughs> the kids out. Get his wife out. We gotta trust. June him. does not seem intent on getting out herself anymore. No, she just wants to get the kids out. I believe that's even he even says that. He asked her yeah. that earlier in the episode is like, so you're not leaving? And she's like, no. And that's when he says maternal maternal love. That's another thing we underestimated. Oh, that's right. I or didn't take into that. account. Yeah. So it's pretty clear that she has no intention of getting out until, right. again, find Hannah. Um, so Or until she can get as many kids out as she possibly maybe, can. Maybe she's going to keep doing it until she can figure it out. Or both keep trying to figure out where Hannah's at and keep shuffling out as many kids as she can. Yeah. Hannah's, pro- or Hannah's probably like in California Man. or something. I don't know. Guess we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, so we end it with, uh, the line of the song, which I always like to see what they do at the end of these episodes. Cause ever mm-hmm. since I've, I, I always keep watching cause they do interesting things in the mm-hmm. credits. These yeah. Days. They change it up. Yeah. So this one it ends on, uh, the sun is coming, the sun's coming out. The sun's coming out of the last two lines, of the song that she sings before mm-hmm. the credits hit. And then you continue with the washing sound. And you can can you all the way to the end of the wash down until it runs in the cycle and stops. Yep. So that is the, end. that's where we leave it. So June and uh, Lawrence preparing for whatever's coming for them. Yeah. Um, and who knows if Billy's on board, if we can get kids out of the plane or not. I don't know, man. He, he seemed like if he thinks it's going to work out well for him, he'll try. But he still was I not don't convinced. know that this is going <laughs> to... I don't know that this really sounded to him like it would work out well for him. Yeah. I it's not know. like she promised him money or something. No. I don't know. I don't know either. Don't know. Maybe lot. he's just going to turn him in. Yeah. So next week we'll find out what becomes of Serene and Fred for sure. Hopefully, uh, two episodes left for. I know. They're setting up, setting up a lot. And I do recall. I'm now that I'm thinking of it. Um, Bruce Miller, showrunner of yeah. uh, when we interviewed him last time. And I'm not doing this just because we also happen to be interviewing him this week. Um. He did mention that he was one of the aspects that he would enjoy filming was the Nuremberg trial aspect mm, of yeah, yeah. Serena and Fred and what happens if one of them gets taken into custody or both yeah. or whatever. And so it looks like he has succeeded in making yeah. that. Become I mean, a it's, thing. De- it's definitely a possibility based on what we know now. Yeah. Um, and if that's I'll be yeah super fascinated to see what happens to them or just Fred and we know that the show got got renewed for season four so they are back next season yep Um, so that's and Margaret Atwood's sequel yes is coming out September 10th testimony not soon enough yes Uh, so very excited there's lots of things the The, uh, Handmaid's Tale uh, once again they always find a way to keep it all out there so uh, yeah, I got to think they're setting up next season to be like this whole 
Nuremberg trial and June still trying I, to figure well, out I mean, part of it. Like, I, mean, I feel like that's maybe getting a little it. ahead of us because there's only one commander there right now. Like, right. right now. It's just one. Yeah. You know. Be some interesting things happen. We'll Although, see. have you thought at all about, like, might they charge Serena with something? Oh, I, I don't see a scenario in which Serena can't be charged. For, like, I, I think Serena definitely can be charged, no, but, I, but will they? I, Is it politically worth it? You know, because if you're Canada, of course, you would want to charge her for, uh, you know, holding down women to be raped and right. stealing children and, you know, facilitating this rebellion in the first place. Yeah. But also, you don't want to discourage other wives from right. coming to Canada and coming forward. True. True. Hopefully yeah, I, with the children that they stole. It's still just, I don't know. Do they let her off scot-free because she yeah, handed know. over a commander? Which is a pretty good get for them. I mean, considering that. Yeah, definitely. And especially because he was at least somewhat well-connected. You know, he was oh, yeah. getting in with the D.C. people. Sure. He was apparently, like, running Gilead, the, yeah. his little area of Gilead in the Boston area. So, yeah, I mean, he should have, like, a lot of knowledge that would be good. And he's dumb enough to turn it over, for <laughs> sure. So... Yeah, he does not seem like the one that would be... I know. I mean, like, can you... Uh, just imagining him trying to feed, like, false information is just pretty laughable. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. super interested to see what happens there. A lot of ways it could go, so we'll see. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, two more episodes to go before the end of the season. Yeah, this is a lot of interesting stuff happening for only two episodes left. There's a lot of people in play and a lot of people at high risk right now. Yeah, so I gotta think we're headed towards getting something more from Moira and Emily and I really hope the, so. Oh man, what about when Emily sees her. Oh man, it's all gonna be bad. She's gonna because gotta you gotta think there's gonna be some kind of like. I mean, she killed the last wife she was in proximity to. It's true. Well, her and Emily both killed a wife, so yeah. you know. It's true. Yeah, we shall see. Lots of uh, lots of directions this could all go. It'll be yeah. very interesting to watch play out. So I was very pleased with this episode. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. It was, it it was, was great. Lots of stuff going on. So, we'll see you next week. And once again, uh, for those of listening, we're interviewing Mr. Bruce Miller this coming weekend. Yep. Uh, we're going to post it on the Facebooks so we can take some social media questions because they're always fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, f- figure you out what you're going to ask awesome Bruce. Questions. Figure out what you're going to ask Bruce, but what you want to know about the show. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll ask him. So, uh, until next week, when we figure out what the hell else is going to happen in this crazy show. I know. We'll see I'm you. excited. Bye-bye. Bye.